Cool. Okay. Hey guys, back for another episode. This is the third episode that we've done in the last hour. So oh, we haven't changed. Time. We do, we don't wear yeah. the same clothes every day. We just uh, happen to. I do. I have batch about three. Well, you do. That's true. If everyone comments. I have about a hundred black t-shirts that are exactly the same. Pro tip: If you're in e-commerce business, you don't have enough time to think about the crap you wear. So you get up every morning. This is quite kind of related to this episode, but for like literally the last 20 years, I get up, I wear a black t-shirt, and I wear green shorts, I wear green pants, and I wear literally the same black shoes, and usually wear a hat, and that's it. So you don't get up and you're like, oh, my God, which watch should I wear, which shoes? Because like, you're wasting like an hour. You know, it's hard enough getting up, having a shower, brushing your teeth, going to the bathroom, blah, blah, blah. Now that I've got two children, I need to go, okay, t-shirt, pants, shoes. Wash this child, give this child a kiss, say hello to the wife, have breakfast. But so we're the same stuff every day. One anyway. less thing to one less thing to think about. Re- reducing cognitive load is what we how we refer to it in sort of the the peak performance biz. So you've only got yeah. so much, so many things to think about, and so much cognitive capacity that yeah, just wear the same thing every day. It's one less thing to think about. Uh, That's not what we're talking about today. But obviously, <laughs> obviously, obviously a clean version though. I want to say not the same clothes. The, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So I've completely forgotten about what we're going to talk about. So, um, well, uh, opportunity, opportunity opportunities. Opportunities. We'd like like choosing clothes. How's this for a uh, segue? For a, for a segue. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of segways, in segways, don't you love that the guy that invented the Segway died driving a Segway? Um, you really? can Google that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the thing. He drove oh. off a cliff or something on his Segway. Anyway. Oh. Um, a segue from a segue. So just like choosing which clothes to wear, choosing which opportunities to take in your e-commerce business can often be can often be tricky. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're really essentially going to talk about, um, as you are saying, sort of off air before, Paul, a lot of clients get to a point in their business where like, I've got this opportunity and this opportunity and I can do this thing and I can grow this way and I can do this product line. And they either try to do all of them or they they don't know how they just don't know which one to pick um and and picking the right thing and saying yes to saying yes or no to the right thing can have a massive impact on your business i know that you went through this uh with warcom so as as you grow you get all these opportunities but picking the right ones can be uh problematic at times right i i was lucky i, I will say that it was a completely time different time back then there was literally like me and three little tiny little i was big you know and there was three little tiny competitors online so everything and i'm just lucky and i'm certainly not very intelligent or smart or any of that stuff but i'm like i'm going to sell these modems and i'm going to buy a lot of them and i'm like i just got lucky there's a lot of people that wanted to buy and then i go i'm going to sell a cd burner i'm going to buy a lot of them so no one else can buy them i don't know my competitors can buy them and i'll sell them in a month like i I got lucky and I just like opportunity after opportunity. Like I'm going, oh, I'm going to start reselling access to internet providers in Australia. I'm like, I'll just try it, you know. But thankfully for me, I was in an industry that was just like booming. Yeah, it, it was a dot-com boom, you know. So I'm like, I'm going to sell blank CDs. Like, you guess what does that do? People were like, cool, all right, I'll buy them and I'll tell all their friends. So back then it was easy to just like chase every opportunity and sell everything possible. But these days... It's a bit. It's a lot different, right? Because you know, margins are tighter. It's harder to get staff. It's um, freight is ridiculous. It takes you like what three months to get stock into the country. People's expectations are stupid. Like things like this, you know. So, like as you mentioned, I was having a chat with the client um, 
yesterday and I always talk about clients, you know, I had my three chats with three different clients yesterday. Um, and he mentioned to me at the time, he's like, so we're doing, we're doing this here on Facebook. We're doing this here on AdWords and we're doing this here on email and blah, blah, blah. And we sell these, um, you know, this kind of technical product. And I've just had someone come and approach me about they want to work with me to sell this tech product and they're a big influencer and they've got a, probably got a bit of an audience. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, someone else called me and they were like, hey, I want you to sell. I want to do wholesale for you because I've got this chain of blah, 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 blah. And I want to do that as well. And then, you know, I'm thinking about expanding to America. I'm like, I might do that as well. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. You're currently at like 100K. You've gone from 50 to 100K in literally like the last four months in Australia, you know, you're making a shit ton of money. Like you're working really, really hard. Um, you know, you've got really, really, really good growth. And I'm like, why, why do you really want to, so you've got all these opportunities and you're just like, I'm going to take them all. And they're like, um, why do you want to take them all? And they're just kind of like, well, it's exciting. And I'm like, so going for 50 K when you've been at like nothing for years, 50 K to hundred K. And then you're going to do 150k next month and 200k the next month that's not as exciting to kind of like ah, oh, i i feel like i've you know achieved what i needed to achieve there so now that i'm i'm going to go do something else and then i'm going to try and feel that and they said this to me they're like i need to feel that achievement again when i do it again and i'm like but why don't you just go for 200k to like a million dollars a month and they're like i can't i can't do that i'm like why you just sell more of the stuff that you're already selling to more people, charge more money, make more profit, and they're like, yeah, but that's that's that might be boring. boring. It's not as, <laughs> not as exciting. I'm like, that's not exciting. making making lots of cash is boring. Like, and they kind of walked at me and they're like, oh, maybe maybe you're right. You know, like it's you see it all the time. Like you get an entrepreneur come along, they're making you know 100k a month. Like back in Warcom, I was pulling out like stupid amounts of money for a wage every month. You know what I mean? And we're doing 250k, 300k a month. And just doing everything you know and it's just like you, you, you get they get bored and they're just like i'm gonna do other stuff because they it's it's like a drug right you know people they've had that win and they've had that conquer and they've had that kill and now i need to go get it to get you know it's like when people do dating it's like all right cool i'm on the dating apps and whatever it is and i met the girl or i met the guy and we hooked up and we did whatever and go cool on to the next one you know whereas if you have Chasing that mindset, the next dopamine ride, next dopamine that, hit. Yeah, you know, and if you got that in e-com, your business is just going to go like this, right? You need to be like thinking kind of like, you know, in a dating analogy, I'm going to meet her and I'm going to like put a lot of effort into making sure she's great. Like, you know, like I did with my wife, it took me a while to meet my wife. We met, you know, we've been married like five years now, two kids, five, six years, something like that. It's 2017, you know, um, so no wait, that's wrong. I'm gonna get in trouble for this. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm we'll, 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 we'll edit this out later. We'll, we'll, we'll edit that bit out. You know what I mean? So, but like <laughs> I'm like, you know, she's she's my ride or die now, right? So for the next like until I die, we're gonna be together. You know what I mean? And you need to think about the same thing with e-commerce. So like I'm gonna go into e-com and I'm gonna find the things that work. Like you're gonna find the things in the relationship and keep doing more of them. You know, you don't need to come along and you know, change, add like millions of different products and, you know, go on all the different marketplaces and all the different blah, blah, blah. And go, I might set up a partner network. I might set up a wholesale chain. I might set up, start selling at retail. I might try and sell my stuff to Coles, you know? So you're doing your 100, 200K a month and a retail like Coles knocks on your door and you go, 
we want to sell your stuff, mate. If you stuff that deal up, your business is dead in like two months. Do you know what I mean? Just because of the way those deals are kind of structured. Mm-hmm. So where I'm kind of going with this is um, once you get some really, really good momentum and you've got some really, really good flow kind of happening, you need to sort of, you know, sit for a bit, sit with it, you know, as I'd say, and like um, put together a bit of a plan and go, this is actually my plan of how I'm going to scale out this business over the next you know, year, two years, three years, and do the boring stuff, right? You know, because the boring stuff will make you a lot of money if you keep doing the boring stuff very, very well. Like if you, but if you jump around and you jump outside of your systems and you jump outside of the processes that are worked and you jump outside of doing the stuff that works, you know, you're going to be in like a world of pain, right? Makes mm. sense so far. Yeah, I, right? I mean, a lot of, from, from what, like for me, a lot of this comes back to, um, you know, why, why did you start this business? And a lot of, and I think about that because I know a lot of the, the clients we speak to, they, they have these ideas, they start the business, starts going really well. They're like, well, I started the business to have more time freedom, right? To have this free, this elusive freedom so I didn't have to work so hard so I could spend time with my family or spend time with my kids. But now I've got this business that's really good, but I've got to actually work more and take more time away from my family to build it and maybe i want to control it um i'm I'm in between like do i just keep doing it myself do i bring a team in there's sort of that like that kind of pivot point but it all comes down like what do you actually want from the business are you happy doing 100k a month and drawing your 20 grand a month salary is that enough for you or do you need to be like a million dollar a month business because again and we have these same conversations internally for the agency like how big what size do we want to be because bigger size means very different things right more might be more commitment more time away from family but if the thing that you're trying to achieve is time with your family and growing the business means time away from the family suddenly your your values are starting to skew um and it's kind of where i was was leading me like we do a lot of brand strategy with clients and where that starts is like value systems, right? What do you value? Like, what's your why? Why are you starting this business? Why do you want to do this? Why is it important to you? Um, and that's one of the really important things of this kind of taking the conversation somewhere else. But for us, that's a really important thing to get into a business from the start is having that kind of guidance system so you can make decisions like this, right? So down the track, you can go, here's path a here's path b here's path x y z how do i choose well what's my what are my values my values is time with my family um being creative and doing what i want if only one of those paths matches those three things now i've got a decision matrix i can make that decision very easily whereas if i don't kind of have that guidance system that's where it's like well i'll try everything and sort of see what happens and then you get overwhelmed that kind of makes sense. I think like that's how I kind of see this. Um, that that really important work up front is why 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 do I actually want to run this business and what do I want from it? And then that that can really help to steer these these types of big decisions because they become life decisions, right? We're we're business owners, but business and life end up being the same thing. <laughs> they converge, and if if they don't converge, in then you're not going to be successful either. Like people, like you know, like. It's, um, I've got a few bullet points in my head that I'll try and remember as I go through what I'm going to say next, but <laughs> like the way they converge and how effectively they converge 
together or merge or whatever the word I'm looking for is. Yeah, is like an integration. How, yeah, how they integrate is is how successful both of them will be. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. if you're at work all day and your wife and your kids are miserable, like what's the point? You're going to end up divorced and single, you know, versus if you're like, you know, you're always playing with the kids and blah, 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 and you're not working and you're just going to go broke. You need to find that happy place to do that. Mm. And the more things you're saying yes to outside of those two big things in your life, right? So again, for me, my the big things in my life are my relationship with my wife and my kids and Chris and Jay, my business partners. And then, you know, so you know that I didn't even say, like I didn't go, oh, my wife and my kids, and I didn't even go, you're there over here. And now I lumped them all together. Like I spent half my day with Jay and Chris and our team at Insightful. And I spent, you know, the other half with my family, right? So all the opportunity that gets presented to me outside of that as well. So again, both first, personally and at business it's like hey paul do you want to come to go to the pub like no nah, dude don't have time to say yes to that opportunity because i'd rather be here hanging with chris and the guys or with emma and the kids you know or business sense it's like hey do you want to go and do you want to go and sell your econ products um you know on amazon i'm like it's it's a uh, yeah maybe i'll i'll explore it but i've kind of got this working here already and if i do that you know then it's going to take me an extra like you know 20 hours a month of my time to manage that process to get me to another 100 grand like do i really mm. want to do that there or should i just try and spend that 20 hours here to get this part that's already working to there because it's if you think of it like from an agency point of view right so you know obviously i own an agency chris is one of the owners here you know we're like let's work with like 20 to 40 clients you know that pay us x figure per month it makes sense for us to work with like big clients that pay us sizable figure than like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of little clients right you know because it's like hundreds of people that you got to talk to versus say 40 you know so like our our you know the people that we kind of deal with at the moment is like family-owned businesses family founded business by mums and dads and couples and blah, blah blah so i'm like you know every week i'm probably talking to you know 20 mums or 20 dads or 20 couples or whatever and I'm like, that's good. I've got heaps of time. I'm not talking to 200 people. And it's the same with the e-com business. You're not like, oh, cool. Now I've got to speak to the people at Amazon. Oh, now I've got to speak to the guys at eBay. Oh, now I've got to speak to the media buying team at Pinterest or Snapchat or TikTok or blah, 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 blah. Like, mm. it's so important of when you kind of go, I'm actually just going to stop and I'm not going to do that. And this aligns going back with what Chris said about what's your vision and what's your mission. So your vision is, you know, I want to come to work and I'll start at 10 o'clock and I'll finish at four o'clock. And my vision is that I will have a couple of customer service people running customer service. I'll have an order person doing the orders. I'll have someone who's managing the inventory and getting the stock into the country and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm making 300K a month and I'm pulling out like $25,000 a month salary. I'm paying my staff really, really well. And I'm like, that's that's the vision that I want. That's what I want to see in my future. And I'm going to get to that level with this small team or whatever. It doesn't need to be. Everyone wants, I want 100 staff and I want a million dollars a month. I'm like, no, you don't. Trust me from someone who's been there. <laughs> Multiple businesses. I've had 50 people working inside. Well, now we've got like 20 and it's still 20 too many. You know what I mean? So same with e-com. You're just like, you know, a lot of I think a lot of people should just go. My revenue goal is like half a mil a month or 300, 400k a month, maybe a mil, whatever. You know, 
for the mum and pop kind of business, you know, and they're pulling out 25K for the CEO and they're pulling out like, you know, 15K for the mum, you know, that like, you know, the, you know, the mum of the mum, for example, we've got a few mums and mums that work together, you know, so she works four days a week, she gets 15K a month. And this is all we do. We, we say no to all these other opportunities. We focus on this, we do the boring stuff, we give our customers the killer experience, we sell really good products, lots of the same products and blah, 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 blah. And, and that's what we do, you know? So mm. we don't get that, you know, yeah. we don't finish work at the end of the day and we're kind of like, oh, we missed the opportunity by saying no to that opportunity. I'm going to mm. regret it. I missed that opportunity. And life's about, you know, like, it's okay to miss opportunities, you know, like knowing when to say no to something, you know, mm. as well. Mm. Yeah, I just want something we keep saying the word boring, and this comes up in business all the time because the the reality that there's this uh distinction between what's nice to hear and what the reality is, and a lot of the time the reality is business is really boring. I mean, you do the like the the person that can do the boring stuff consistently over time is the person that's going to win. Um, but the way that boring becomes sexy is when you know that by doing that boring stuff, you're achieving that vision. So that's coming all the way back to like, why am I doing Okay, I'm doing this for my kids so my kids can go to college and have a better future. Okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to go through and I'm going to do all my bass and I'm going to do my line by line, uh, zero, you know, uh, zero work. I'm going to do, I'm going to do my 20 sales calls. I'm going to do my inventory management. I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do that boring stuff because I know that by doing that, it's taking me towards that thing that I really, really want. Um, so I think that's that's an important thing just to to put that caveat around. Yes, sometimes it can be boring, but when you've got you tie it to that big why and that big reason why you're doing the thing, it can help you make that stuff feel kind of important or sexy. Um, so I think it's a don't don't I don't want people leaving go well, building a business is boring, so it's going to be boring, and I don't want it to be boring, so I'm not going to do it. You make boring sexy by tying it to something bigger than yourself, to tying it to a big goal. Just wanted to kind of put that that caveat in there. I, I agree with that by 100%. And I'll add another bit that I, it took me like 20 years to learn this. I learned it probably a couple of months ago. I don't even mention, I've said, don't even know I've mentioned to you before, but I feel like um, what makes people successful over the long, long term of their e-com careers as well, and it ties into what you said is, you need to be excited by being obsessed, right? So, like I come, I came to work with you at Walcom for fifteen years, and I'm the same at Insightful. I come to work, and I'm like obsessed with constant improve improvements every day. And then by those constant improvements, and then I hit the goal. Then for me, that's fulfilling. Like if I, as opposed to some people go, I just I'll be happy when I hit the goal. And then they hit the goal and then they're like, fuck, still miserable. Hit another goal. Oh, start again. <laughs> oh, start again. Like it's like people that go on, you know, uh, like I've I've had times in my life when I've gone through severe depression and stuff, right? You know, and I'll be like, oh, I just need to go and buy a motorbike and then I won't be depressed anymore. That's like, oh, that didn't work. I'm gonna buy a new house. Oh, that didn't work. I'll go spend lots of money. That didn't work. So if you think about that in terms of how that works in business, what I should have now that I like I'll probably never go through that again hopefully you know but I like how can I get obsessed about like improvements every day which yeah the process which leads me to the goal as well so then like you said you don't have the highs and the lows of the dopamine 
hits. I mm. mean, you're going to have frustrations and you're going to have knockbacks and you're going to have that. But if you've got that obsessive desire, you just keep going more, 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 you know, and I know where I'm going and I'm moving forward and I, I enjoyed that. You know what I mean? Like mm. that's, that's what makes it better. So you don't feel bad and, when you say, yeah, you don't say, you don't feel bad when you say no to that opportunity because you're already in an opportunity, right? Mm. You're already got this. Yeah, maximize the one you're in. <laughs> maximize, yeah, max, maximize your own circle of opportunity already. And don't put more stuff mm. into it, right? So, yeah, yeah, that's uh, to, to kind of wrap this up with an idea. I think that's the idea of to be successful the, the whole idea of like more is less right how can i do how can i maximize this one thing and just get better at it every day daily continuous improvement one percent every day getting better at this thing that i'm already pretty good at that i know works because we've sold we're selling 100 grand of this thing every day or every month so i know it works how can i make that better and get really like paul said get obsessed with doing less focusing on less maximizing this opportunity rather than thinking to maximize and scale i've got to add more stuff in right i can only grow by adding more stuff and doing more stuff rather than the more most of the time more more less is more where you can really focus your attention into the one thing you maximize the result from that thing rather than trying to be focusing on too many things at once your attention your energy gets split um there's a lot of reasons why that actually really sucks for business so yeah i think maximizing the opportunity that you that you're in that you already know works um obviously that yeah i've got a quote in my head that it's like i'll claim that i made the quote up myself but it's it's coming to me i'm just like but be obsessively better at the boring stuff right if you just have that right that maybe you know someone so said on a t-shirt one day but be obsessive at being better at the boring stuff in your business every day. And then on the back of the t-shirt, it's like, and no one to say no, you know what I mean? Um, I think if you have the head of shit mindset, like it's super, super powerful for e-com. Like I will add one thing into that because people going, but if I just do the same boring stuff, what if it goes to shit one day and everything comes to pieces? Like it's okay to have redundancy. Like I'm not saying don't do, I'm not saying don't do like three or four things. I'm saying don't do 304 things. You know, run AdWords really well. Run do SEO really well. Do content marketing really well. Do email marketing really well. Maybe check in some Facebook. You know what I mean? And do your website really well. Get it converting better and better and better every month. Get your ads converting better and better and better every month. Sell more of the same product every month. You know, it just you you've got your you know you've got your dashboard sitting there. Like cool, come to work every day. I need to be excessively be better at that thing every month one percent in all of them month after month after month after month if you do that you can't fail basically anyway you'll fail if you stop doing it and you do stupid shit and you say yes to the opportunity and it's destroy business so i'm gonna wrap it up there that's a pretty bit of a strong ending so what you got anything you want to say but i hope that hits home with a lot of people um can't top that as, all, as always, you know, like Chris is always said, don't try and sell anything at the end of the episode. I'm like, no. Nah. But if you, <laughs> if you have any questions or you want, like, some of my foresight about Paul, what should I do next? Send me a message. We can have a chat. Um, I can save you, like, years of your life saying yes to the stupid stuff that you should be saying no to. Uh, hit me up. Have a chat. Um, 
keep an eye out for the next episode. As always, if you like this episode, please subscribe, please like it, please whatever else you do. Share, share it, it, all that stuff. Tweet it. Comment. You know, give it a heart on Twitter. Like, you know, send me a rude emoji if you thought it was a shitty episode. Up to you. So <laughs> thanks, guys. Um, thanks, everyone. Bye. Catch you on the next one. Ciao.